What's up, guys? Joseph Crush here from the Wrestling Journal Podcast. I want to talk to you guys about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. This is the Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz. I am Joseph Crush. Episode 112. Wow. 112, as NJ3 would say. Uh, along here with the Iron Man of the Wrestling Journal, Bad News, Tom Canale. What's up, Tom? Good morning. So good. Oh, whatever it is. Good afternoon. So. Yeah, it's, it's almost the afternoon. We're, yeah. we're almost there. Yeah. Um, we're down to today. The uh, I want to say the thumb suckers of Vince McMahon <laughs> and Tony Khan. Um, so and no NJ3, no Nikki Noodles, they're hard at work today, so God bless them. But uh, yeah. it, we're gonna hold it down. I think this is our first time doing the show, just me and you, right? I think it is, yeah. In 112 episodes, yeah. there's been there's been a a revolving door of uh host and co-host, and mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever came across this uh, it, yeah. combination, so it's it's a, it's gonna be a good time. Um, before we get into the show, social media is at WrestleBuzz on Twitter. With three Z's, WrestleBuzz on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, download us anywhere you could find podcasts. Uh, if you do the Apple or Spotify, just leave us a five-star rating and review. And uh, yeah, so do that. And uh, for sponsors this week, um, it's gonna. It looks like they're working overtime. The boys this week, Tom. Mm-hmm. So I think they're gonna need some nerd focus. Absolutely, uh, it's the best energy drink in the world. Uh, it helps you think. It helps you move. It helps you get going. No jitters. And uh, I don't have the long list of ingredients that NJ3 usually ravels off, yeah. but uh, if you want to help us out, uh, go to the link in our uh, the WrestleBuzz link tree. It's on all social medias that we have in the bio, and use the Nerd Focus link there uh, when you purchase whatever you purchase, whether it's drinks, clothes, whatever. Um, use code ND20 at checkout and you get twenty percent off. So uh, you want to do that? Nerd Focus drink nerd with us. Uh, also, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleBuzz. Buy the shirt, wear the shirt, support the brand, and uh, just go support us there. It's probably the best way you could. Uh, and as always, Paper Champion, thepaperchampion.com, fantasy wrestling done right. Shout out to our boy, Eric James. Um, man, I'm down. I went down a spot this week. I'm no longer a top dog in uh, Paper Champion, but, uh, you know, it's it's like I always say, it's a long season, so we got a long way to go. I'm going to make some moves. We have uh, Forbidden Door this weekend. Uh, it's going to be a huge score sheet. It's going to be an interesting yeah. one, too. Which, uh, yeah. we, will, we will get into the Forbidden Door uh, pay-per-view a little later on in the show. But um, what, are, what are you, where are you at right now in Paper Champions? Huh? I was still, I think I was in, what, the European? Let me check real quick. Or let me see. I think you were right behind um, yeah. NJ3 when we, when we talked about it last week. Yeah, but um, yeah. I'm uh, I'm in the United States division, United States Championship division. I'm okay. 35, 35 points behind NJ three. He's in the in a continental championship division. Um, so we're both, you know, but you know, we're we're in the top tier of the championship. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, we don't want to be like Gerge Brooms and be like a hardcore champion. <laughs> you know, we don't want to be done it, or we don't want to be like other people. Yeah, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, shout out to Gerge Brooms. But uh, yeah, man, it's a good time. Fantasy wrestling. Uh, if you like fantasy sports, if you like pro wrestling, it's a perfect combination for you. Uh, right now, signups aren't available, but uh, you got to wait till the end of the year. But you could follow along at uh, thepaperchampion.com. Fantasy wrestling done right. 
Okay, Tom, we uh, last week we acknowledged the whole Vince situation. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff going on. So uh, this week or this past week, uh, it's come out or still on it. I don't believe it was announced by WWE per se. You can correct me. I believe it was just the dirt sheets, but it looks like John Laurinaitis is at, uh, t- on a leave from his role as head of talent relations, and mm-hmm. Bruce Pritchard has taken over. Um, so now Bruce Pritchard run- is Vince's right hand and yeah. creative and stuff, and now he's also running head of talent relations. Um, I don't know. Like we said this last week with Stephanie. She's the interim CEO, but is she really the CEO? You know what I mean? Like Vince is still there. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Ace, John Laurinaitis taking a leave as head of talent relations and Bruce is taking over. Is he really the head of talent relations for now? We don't really know. So um, that role really doesn't affect us as fans. It's more or less for the wrestlers and people Mm -hmm. that work there. So, I mean, unfortunately, it really has no effect on us. There is reports that people aren't happy with that move as well. And people weren't happy when John Laurinaitis came back at set of toleration. So um, I don't know where this goes um, in, in far as far as like what we see on TV, but we'll just leave it at that. That's what's being reported. So um, with that being said, uh, more of a move that we could talk about and have, it has more of an effect on us is apparently triple H back uh went to the performance center and in quotes apparently said i'm back Mm. uh now you sent a link over yesterday that uh his role will be more than what it's previously been this past year or so and uh i don't know he's back so whether it's with nxt whether it's whatever uh that's got to be good for us as fans right oh absolutely i mean NXT was the best when he was running it. I mean, it was his baby. So that now that he's back after all the you know all the stuff he had to deal with the last like year or so. I mean, it's great. He, I'm sure the talents maybe gave him a standing O when they said it. That he said he's yeah, back because yeah. I'm sure they've been missing him down there. Well, you know everything he's contributed. So nah, it can only be good things. And you know, like you said, Stephanie's like the interim. But hey, who knows? Maybe she gets a little more influence and like you know brings him up to you know the main shows or whatever but it's always good to have him back we always we've always said we wish he's the one that takes over whenever it was gonna have him but obviously you know circumstances and all that but i mean hey like only good things from here hopefully that he's back there so can't wait to see if there's a change in nxt now that he's there so it'll be interesting to see yeah well let's be honest we're not gonna get black and gold back it's oh yeah definitely not yeah but i mean like to be fair like as much as I can watch, I watch of NXT. It's not as unbearable as it was when it first started as 2.0. Yeah. And that, again, that's my opinion, but I think it's definitely pr- progressed in a, in a way that it, there's a positive Sean's running the stuff down there. So we'll see what happens. If triple H is back, it's going to draw, maybe it'll give it a little more uh, incentive or a boost of morale. Uh, if you want to say yeah, that exactly, for, yeah. for the locker room yeah. down there, if there wasn't one already. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, like I said, no black and gold's not going to return, but I mean, for all we know, this could be a huge shift where Ste- like I said last week, Stephanie could take on this role and then maybe they see like, Oh, maybe she's a better option yeah. for us right now. And yeah. they keep her there. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, triple H comes back to, oh. to NXT and the PC and they say, well, maybe he should be back here. And then maybe we should go back to maybe some ways that we did see, like, the ratings aren't good. And yeah. were they great with black and gold? No, but they were better. Yeah. And I think you, if you just, better. maybe, because we know Vince doesn't go on social media, but maybe have people that do and, like, kind of see a, a reaction. I'm not saying listen to everything that we ask for on social media, but get a gauge of, like, well, not everyone's watching. So, Hopefully uh, his his presence down there may change some things and we'll, and we'll see some change going forward for NJ three sake. Yeah, uh, he, I'm sure he'd be he's ecstatic about this move. Absolutely. Um, and we'll stay on the topic of Vince quick because we mentioned last week he showed up on SmackDown announced before the show. Yeah. This week he showed up on Raw unannounced. Yeah, that was very um, good. Promoting uh, the whole John Cena thing. Um, yeah. Now, I correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't catch SmackDown last night, but I didn't see anything on social media. He didn't show up on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, he didn't show up. Yeah. Yeah. So I, the, it would have been all over the place. <laughs> the, uh, 
the fantasy booking or if you want to call it fantasy booking or just booking of sorts from fans saying that he should show up every week didn't happen, but uh, you never know. It might not be the last time we see Vince on TV, yeah. um, but that was interesting. Uh, sticking on raw here, Tom, we, uh, we got some news before the show. I believe that Rhea or yeah. during the show, Rhea Ripley's out with an injury and they had a, uh, 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 number one contenders like multi woman match that Carmelo one, but I want to stick on Rhea here. She it came out on social media. Uh, I think she was like in a picture and some a fan had commented saying it doesn't look like you're injured. Yeah. And then she said I have a brain injury, which is no never good. Um, awesome. yeah. I think she said brain and tooth injury. Oh, so okay. I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to assume what's going on. Maybe an infection of sorts went because I've heard of like tooth infections going to a brain or something. Like yeah, that. I can, yeah, crazy. Could happen. Yeah, could be a concussion, a broken jaw concussion. I don't know. Um, but Rhea being out of of the match at Money in the Bank, Mella went getting her way in there. We've seen Mella versus Bianca before, um, but I think she needed some sort of heel involved there for this match. But uh, just your thoughts on Rhea being out now and then Mella moving in for this uh, championship match at Money in the Bank. Obviously, I mean, not good. I mean, you know, wish her a speedy recovery and it sucks because I was really looking forward. I thought that match would have been good in Money in the Bank. But at first I was thinking, oh, maybe they're just saving it for SummerSlam because that's a SummerSlam type, you know, caliber match. But when it, came out, when, it came, when it came out that she had this, you know, brain injury and I'm like, oh, Jesus, all right. So she might be out for God knows how long, but it just sucks. But... You know, we got that pretty cool, you know, that match on Raw that determined the number one contender. And I was very surprised Carmella won. I got to admit, I was surprised. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, we always like the unexpected, you know, when it comes to things like this. I was definitely interested. I think it'll be a good match of money in the bank. But, you know, I'm just really looking forward to whenever it happens, uh, Bianca and, and Rhea. Yeah, I think Bianca will get past Carmella. Yeah. Um, unless they, I, I had mentioned they had plans of maybe doing a cash in that night. Uh, so you never know, but I think we will get Rhea versus Bianca at SummerSlam. I think that's where it should be anyway, like yeah. you said. Um, but yeah, Mel, I mean, Mel's a good, a viable opponent, so yeah, it's not like it's absolutely. I think any of those, I think it was like Mela, Bliss, um, who else, Becky, Asuka, and then who else was it? Uh, Liv, I think it was Liv, Liv, yeah. So I think they're all they were all viable uh opponents. I think it, it was funny because like I was watching Raw. And they're all standing in the ring. I'm like, this is a great women's division. And like, just looking at those five and then you had Bianca, you had Rhea that Ross. I mean, I don't know if they're going, if they're mixing shows, but that just those six or seven women, man, it says a lot about this women's division. Um, So hopefully going forward, they get a little more respect, like with booking and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, We uh, (laughs) imagined that last week was a topic of last week. What what was going to happen? Elias showed up on raw (laughs) and, uh, I put out on social media. They had the, the side by side of uh, uh, Ezekiel and Elias talking in the back. I compared it to like when Mick, uh, Mick Foley did like the yeah. three phases of Foley back in the day. Uh, that's the, those are the vibes I get at least. Absolutely, and um, I love it. I think yeah. it's one of those storylines that we've said like uh, you, you question. It's coming from WWE, and it's like, oh man, I don't know how they're going to pull this off, and they're pulling it off. And, and KO is really selling it. He's doing a good yeah. job. You, you, you paired him up. And it's like, oh, KO's getting the shit under the stick here with the storyline. But it's like, they're really killing it entertainment-wise. Absolutely. Um, I don't know how far they go with it. What's the end game? <clears throat> but I'm like, almost, I don't want to think about that. Because then it's kind of like, I'm going to spoil it for myself or like just ruin the, the moment. Yeah. So I'm trying to live in the moment with the storyline. Exactly. Uh, Ezekiel, where he plays into this like long-term. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Elias. Uh like that character, um, they had the fake beard on him. I, everyone called it out for a fake beard. I thought it looked pretty damn good. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, absolutely. For considering they probably, you know, figured this out within like a week or so. But yeah, I definitely enjoyable spot on Roar. Really, it really was. I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, maybe we get Elrod next week. The, yeah, uh, yeah, the other brother. Um, but yeah. is that the match? I think there's a match next week, or I don't know. Ko's facing one of them next week. Yeah, exactly. They don't know who's going to show up. So we'll see what happens. Uh, it's fun though; it's a fun time. Uh, it's it's kind of rare that we that we get uh, an off like storyline like this, and it's not like super wrestling related. That <clears throat> it's kind of like the cons- consensus of like the the fans that we all enjoy it. So I thought that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
we <clears throat> excuse me, my throat's a little jammed up today. <clears throat> I did mention before that uh Vince came out and uh was talking about John Cena coming next week for his 20th um anniversary, which I do want to correct. We we were talking, I listened back to the episode. We were talking about Randy Orton last week. Um, and when he debuted, he actually they all it was him, Cena, Batista, and Lesnar all debuted in 2002. It was like the best rookie class of all time. So that's we want to go. It's all there. Like they already did 20 years of Randy. They're doing 20 years of Cena. Brock's due up this year, and so is Batista. So will we get a special event for all of them? I hope so. That'd be pretty That'd cool. That'd be cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but Cena's getting his 20-year anniversary deal next week. My thing is, like, they've been hyping up, uh, like, on social, just on social media, maybe, like, tidbits, like, on the show of, like, him, essentially him versus Theory at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Um, but Theory right now is doing the thing with Lashley. Yeah. So, Cena coming on next week, do you think they start, like, phys- like do they come face-to-face next week or just let Cena come in and enjoy the moment and then worry about Theory after the fact? I think maybe like Cena comes out, you know, he like gets the crowd pumped and maybe Theory comes out, you know, starts on then maybe Lashley comes after him and it's kind of like lay the groundwork for maybe him and Cena at SummerSlam because you think that's where he's going to go for, you know, SummerSlam. Because, sure. you know, they've been teasing that for so long, especially him. He's like, oh, I know Theory deserves an attitude adjustment, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, maybe Money in the Bank finishes the stuff with Lashley and then going to SummerSlam leads to him and Cena, which would be very cool if I, th- you know, if I think so. Yeah, and no, I think uh, we will get some sort of interaction at least. Absolutely, maybe, yeah. maybe a passerby or uh, um, or something, and uh, we'll figure out. I mean, see what happens before. I think it's inevitable that we will get them. I mean, there's been so many hints; it'd be disappointing if we didn't get theory. Of course, versus, yeah. yeah. I mean, what else are they going to do with Cena? They can't really do much with him. Yeah, you know, he's not. He's not going to go against Roman again. Uh, yeah. so this just makes the most sense. So we'll see what happens there. Um, we did. We did get you. You actually, you brought this to my attention because we, we don't get to watch that. I don't get to watch SmackDown often. Uh, I work nights, and I, you kind of like give us the updates. Um, but last night on SmackDown, uh, Pat McAfee challenged Baron Corbin to a match yeah. at SummerSlam. Yeah, very unexpected. Yeah, I mean, well, we've seen like the the interactions back and forth. Yeah. I just didn't know yeah. if, if McAfee was going to get back in the ring. Yeah. Um, which he should because he's electric as hell. Yes. And uh, I saw the video of him um, talking to the crowd and he did the millions and millions. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, shout out to The Rock or whatever. I thought, I mean, he's just so good, dude. I, I'd i love to see the reaction in the back of like the, the wrestlers, the other wrestlers, and then like uh, Vince and whoever, just how they, if they appreciate him as much as, uh, we I mean, I would think so. We have to think, yeah, right? I would think the way he does, the stuff that he does, I don't think he does any of that with approval without the higher ups back there and yeah. other people. So yeah, I think they definitely. I think he brings some sort of energy to the crowd. I mean, the crowd. He pumps the crowd up, obviously. So it's cool to see. But yeah, it should be. We'll see if Corbin accepts. I think next week they're waiting for. But now that should be that should be an interesting match. It should be fun. Yeah, I think they have a history. Do you know they lived together for a little bit? Like, I know, like, I know they they well last week Corbin's like, oh, you know, we played together in the NFL. I know they live together, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I thought I, I'm pretty sure they lived together. I could be wrong on that. They they played together, or they lived together. I forget. Maybe they like were roommates for a little bit. It wasn't like a, but they had the history in that regard. Um, sorry, I'm just placing a lunch order with my wife here. Just take call me <laughs> over. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited. I mean, Pat Pat in the ring. I mean, it's. He's good. I mean, it's for good, a guy, man. Kind of, and then yeah, he's good. Corbin gets his his shit online, but he's a professional dude. He's yeah. a great worker. He knows yeah. how to do it. He's the uh, the heel that we, people actually do hate, but like I also respect his heel. Oh, his heel work. So if you I, hate him, if you hate him, then he's doing his job right. So yeah, yeah. it's not like go home. for me at least. It's not go home heat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, We'll see where that goes. I, I assume Corbin will answer back. Uh, yes, I would. Yeah, think. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great match. So uh, I don't know where. So I don't know where uh, Madcap Moss goes in this. Does he get a um, a Money in the Bank spot and just to get like some sort of spotlight on him? Not Maybe. winning it, not winning yeah. it, but like just in the match. Yeah, I can see that absolutely. I mean, I mean, I, I want him to run to the bus so it knows Gunter, but maybe he gets a shot that kind of tight. Uh, okay. You know? I, I like that. 
Gunther went over last night. He retained uh, his first kind of, defense, right? And kind of squashed him. It was like a kind of a quick match, which is surprising. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, I don't know. Uh, I just we just brought up money in the bank. I forgot to mention. Um, almost got a spot in the money in the bank. I know that's interesting. Yeah, that's and they kind of did riddle a little dirty there. Hey, uh, he did. I mean, yeah. He is injured. He did. He. I mean, yeah. it looked great in, in like riddle sells really well, especially for a big guy. Um, yeah, I'm not saying he's buried by any means, but it was like, damn, Riddle came out. I know, yeah, it was surprising. He got beat up. I thought he would for sure get a spot in the the, the money in the bank. I he he was actually my winner to win the the briefcase. So I guess I I don't know unless he gets in somehow. He yeah. it. almost can't win the briefcase though, right? I mean, he's gonna step on the one thing, one rung of the ladder and reach up. That's all he has to do. I mean, it's like crazy. Man, that would be such a man. I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah. Um. I respect almost his game, but just like I'm not into that's not my style of guy. Like I like yeah. bigger wrestlers, but not like the Giants like that. I'm not there's never really a fan. Um all right. We also had uh no, we're done with SmackDown, I believe, right? It's kind of SmackDown. Did anything else happen last night? I think I asked this before we got on. Uh, uh, you know, Viking Raiders came back as yes. heels. So that's cool. So that's they can't cool. I just watched that before we hopped on here. I forgot about that. I'm sorry, I didn't write it down. Uh Viking Raiders come back, turn mm-hmm. heel on uh on the new day. Um, bludgeon brother esque. I want to say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the the vibe I kind of got from them. Yeah. Uh, but I think they, dude, listen, they were good. They're good, so they, they, are. Should, they should be used. But I think they Ooh. needed a little something different. Uh, Absolutely. they went down for NXT for a cup of coffee. They came back up, do a heel turn. It, it works out for the best for the most part. Um, you said they cut a promo uh, later on in the show. You want yeah, to- kind of like, kind of like a thing like, oh, we're trying to be disrespected, blah 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 type of thing. And, you know, we're going to be like these ruthless, you know, Viking Raiders type of thing. So, you know, don't quote me on it, but that's the vibe I got. Yeah, from, yeah. So. yeah. I, you know what? I'm such a big like. I know it's kind of like hokey as for like modern day wrestling, but I love the Viking aspect. I love like uh like those types of TV shows, like Viking shows. So, yeah, yeah. I I kind of I know it's a little hokey for modern day stuff, but uh. I kind of I kind of dig the vibe like of a like a bloodthirsty Viking team. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's how far they'll they got, go with it, I don't know, but yeah. And they got like face paint now, so like a little more intimidating. So that's what you know they should be as obviously as Vikings, you know, not as a, not like the stupid jokes they were doing like a few years ago. Like oh, God, uh, that was horrible. And maybe yeah. maybe I know she's popped up in like Indies. Maybe get Sarah Logan back in the mix too. Yeah, well, like, not. Yeah, that'd be can't cool. hurt, man. She, she, they all live the Viking lifestyle, so exactly. Yeah, um, it can't hurt. Uh, all right, and we had with NXT this week. I had marked down here. Um, I didn't get to watch the full show, but I did see online. Uh, Jordan Devlin is heading yeah. to to NXT, but he is no longer Jordan Devlin. He is now JD McDonough, <laughs> and just another name change in this world that we live in and watch of uh, WWE and NXT, but uh. Tom, be honest with you, I'm over complaining because <laughs> I think it's like kind of like how I always say, if you sign with the WWE now, you have to expect a name of change yeah. and a possibility of being fired within three months. Yeah. If you don't know that already, then I don't feel bad for you. And I don't, I'm not going to feel bad for anyone or agree with anyone that's upset with name changes because it's going to happen now for whatever reason. Yeah. I have no idea. We know I, my only guess is with whether it's Walter to Gunther, whether it's whoever else to whatever else now, Jordan Devlin to JD McDonough. My only guess is these names they brought came from the outside. And I, I think it's only hopeful for them to change these names because they have plans to move them up to a higher ground. That's the only thing I could think. I don't know. I have no idea, but it's not even that bad of a name. Let's. Uh, and actually, yeah, that's it definitely has a good flow. Yeah, definitely. They're still calling him the the Ace or whatever his gimmick was. So they're leaving that. The JDs, Jordan Devlin, McDonough's an Irish name. I, dude, I there's really nothing we can really complain about. Uh, it's actually kind of cool. I don't know. I don't really mind it. So uh, we'll see what happens. He's coming to NXT soon. I think. I think uh, uh, Grayson Waller beat Solo Sokoa. Whether it was dirty or not, I missed it. But he um, did beat him. I, I, didn't yeah. say, I saw online he did beat him, which was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. I love Solo Sokoa, dude. Big yeah. fan. He's like my like the shining light for me down there in NXT. Yeah. 
Oh, there's other pieces, but yeah. it's, he's uh, one of them. Um, speaking of NXT, Tom, mm-hmm. 2.0. Uh, do you remember Harland? He was uh, yes, of course. Joe, Joe Gacy's heavy for a little bit. Yeah. Um, he left. He got fired. We know that. Um, <laughs> yeah. He did show up, though, in MLW last night or two nights ago uh, at uh, Battle Riot. That's like their uh, Royal Rumble, I think, pay-per-view. Okay. I think he, he was the last entrant in the Battle Royal. And uh, I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And he's going as Parker Boudreaux, his real name. There was this, we, we had all this hype for him as the next Brock Lesnar. Just by, I know, by, just just by the way he looked. Yeah, yeah. looks alone. We had no idea what he can do in the ring. And we all got on that train. The next Brock, we loved yeah. it. They shaved his head, brought him in as like a Michael Myers gimmick type thing or whatever you want to call it in a in a mechanical suit. And yeah. uh, it just didn't work out for him in WWE. Yeah. Um, I'm glad he found somewhere else to go. I'd love to see what he could do. Uh, I don't know if this if this pay per view airs. It was a, the the photos that leaked were like live shots. They weren't actually from uh, MLW. Okay. Um, I posted on uh, Instagram for at WrestleBuzz if you want to check that out. But um, I'd love to see what uh what he has to offer, man. If they're re- if they're willing to put him as their number forty spot in that in their big uh, Royal Rumble Battle Royal, whatever you want to call it, um, they have to see something in him. So, oh yeah, totally. And, and I believe he did square off with Karrion Cross, who's in that same Battle Royal. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, definitely interesting. That's cool. We'll see what happens there. I mean, he he was a great social media presence uh, when he first like got signed. He like everyone was like jumping on board with him. So yeah. uh, I kind of respect guys that go that route. So we'll see what happens there, and hopefully it's a it's a, a nice start to a career for uh, Parker Boudreaux in MLW. Um, this weekend, Tom, we do have Forbidden Door, our first. Uh, super show in, in the aspect of like a, a big company like they do with like new japan and ring of honor impact and stuff like that but we're getting AEW and new mm-hmm. japan um i've been it's funny because like i go across all social medias whether it's tiktok or twitter instagram i kind of get everyone's kind of vibe on the pay-per-view and leading up to it i've been outspoken saying uh, the hype wasn't really big for me um not being familiar with everyone involved but like and there's a lack of storyline um seeing other people's views that that are coming from the other side saying like remember like they're kind of just it was it's never announced as an aw versus new japan show it's just it's a a co-show as a super show so i think we kind of maybe i jumped the gun on like being critical of it and kind of like bashing it just a super show like there's really should there be meaning behind it i don't know but i think when you involve a championship match whether it's the iwgp or the aw championship when you have mixed things there should be some sort of story behind it but i'm not going to really harp on that um we had the go home shows this week on rampage and dynamite i think dynamite was awesome yeah and for reasons maybe not even evolving with this certain show but christian yeah his promo <laughs> oh shit yeah man all right so wow. aw listen they, they have the freedom to say certain things and that WWE doesn't. That's where they, I think they have a, a slight advantage when it comes to like, and like promo value and stuff Absolutely. like that. We already know the freedom they have, like, like the wrestlers have the freedom, but like on air, the, on their certain channels, on these certain networks, they have a little more freedom, having the, the uh, the TV 14 rating and stuff like that. Um, we had the MJF promo a few weeks ago and now we have Christian's promo this week. Uh, he just turned heel on Jungle Boy. Um, if you don't know, Jack Perry or Jungle Boy uh, is Luke Perry's son, who's no longer with us. 90210 and uh, what's the show you in? Uh, Riverdale. Riverdale, yes. He was a big star in that, too. Uh, he's no longer with us. And Christian acknowledges that. Yeah. And uh, Man. Yeah. If you haven't <laughs> seen the promo, go watch it. Uh, Talk about like all right, so heel turns are good for every like for the most part. If you needed Christian, needed something, dude. Yeah, yeah. And this was freaking perfect, man. Yeah, it was. Um, just your initial thoughts. I mean, we just kind of like talked about it now, but like, what are your thoughts? Of, like, just the whole heel turn and then them having the freedom to just do whatever they really want with the promos. I mean, like you said, he definitely needed. He got. I felt he got a little stale. You know, basically being a hanger on of you know Jungle's 
you know, Jungle Express and all that kind of stuff. But my goodness, man, that promo, when he when he brought that up, I thought, I mean, obviously, I would think he got the okay from Jungle Boy to do that, but holy uh, I hope so. <laughs> I would hope so, yeah. It's like, holy shit, talking about, you know, that his father's dead. And I was like, holy shit. And like, to be his stepfather, I was like, oh, my freaking Lord, that was like, wow. Didn't, yeah. didn't expect that. I mean, I mean, you know, after he, you know, you know, beat him down last week and everything. He's like, all right, he's going to, they're going to do something. But this just added more fuel to the fire that feud. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Then uh, Luchasaurus came out and kind of like, you know, was choking him. And then Christian kind of like calmed him down. And I don't know what he Did go you hear for. what he said? Yeah, what he said exactly. He's like, remember what happened to Marco, Marco's stunt. Yeah, yeah, okay. He was no, I don't, he's not with the company. He didn't renew his contract. <clears throat> and I think he's sh- that's I like that. So they added a little more uh, another level to it. It's not just Christian turning on now. We now we're kind of see he's trying to take in Luchasaurus. He has nothing, he has no beef with Luchasaurus. Yeah, he has beef with Jungle Boy. Um, now he's being like maniacal and like yeah. he's trying to get into Luchasaurus' head, and then he brings up Marco. How was uh, the little the little thing like that? It's really like it was so good. subtle and like no, not like you said, you didn't really understand what he said. Um and Dude, I don't know. I'm all about it, man. Like, you, yeah, that's re- it, it, like it's kind of like it shows like this guy came. He's had a career in WWE and other places. And like it shows it just showed with that promo and that how he delivered that. Yeah. That, it, that that means a lot. So um, it's crazy, man. It was it, what a, what a, I'm excited to see where they go with this. Um, it's going to be interesting for sure. Um, and then also a big. A big appearance on on Dynamite. I wish he kind of came a little earlier, but I guess the go home show makes sense. But Okada yeah. going up, like, all right. So we talk about not knowing anybody, uh, not knowing everybody yeah. from New Japan. But I mean, this is the guy. This is Ar- John Cena of Japan. Yeah, yeah who he is. Arguably uh, yeah. across platforms, the best wrestler in the world. Yeah. Um, again, not super familiar. I I know his Okada Kenny matches. I haven't really seen much. Yeah. Um, besides that. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> he's really good. And he's got the name value behind him. So it's for him to show up on American soil on a, on a nationally televised American show is I great. Mean, you heard the music hit, man. A freaking crowd went nuts. So yeah. like, oh, shit, that was cool. I thought he'd show up at the actual pay-per-view. I didn't think he'd show up, you know, at the go-home show, but it was cool to set up for everything. But my goodness, what a what a get. That's very good. Very yeah, good. It, it's, it's huge. So uh, we'll get it. We're, we're about to get into Forbidden Door predictions, but uh they did make that official. I believe it's the yeah. the fatal four match for the IWGP championship. So uh well, let's get into predictions here, Tom. Listen, this may be the hardest I know. I, predictions I, I, we've yeah. ever given. And uh we don't have the other boys with us here to, to go along with us. Um, so but just to uh a heads up before we get into this, there's some names on here that I may not know how to pronounce. I don't want to get shit on for it. Um, and we also may be way off on our yeah. predictions because I don't know where they're going with this stuff. Exactly, yeah. But I think that's that's kind of the fun of it, too. So to, to not go into a show and kind of not know um, who's going to come out winners, uh, we also can just appreciate the wrestling of the show because we know that's going to be there, right? Um, so let's let's just go into the predictions here. And I, I couldn't, for whatever reason, I couldn't find it on Wikipedia so much on some random website here. Hopefully I get all the matches in. Um, there's two buy-in pre-show uh, matches listed here. The first one is going to be a barn burner. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> QT Marshall and Aaron Solo versus Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. I think those names sound familiar from the New Japan yeah. side, um, but I think I'm just going to go with them right off the bat because yeah. there's no way QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be the same. Absolutely the same. But uh, again, this this is like again. I'm going to stop and go here, but like. This is good for fans like us, Tom. We're like we're we watch AW, we're hardcore fans, but to get maybe get us a little familiar with these guys from New Japan. Mm-hmm. Maybe this may draw us into maybe want to watch future New Japan events or subscribing Ooh. to their networks, whatever we want to do. So uh good on them for this. I think this is the whole purpose of the event anyway. Um the next buying match, uh Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus El Desperado, and this is gonna be a name. Uh Yoshinobu Kanemaru. I think that came out pretty good. Uh, uh, who do you got for this one, Tommy? I'll go with I'll go Key, uh, Keith and Swerve, absolutely. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I, NJ3 threw probably the best person to ask this question. Um, there was in that battle royal they had for the uh, 
the, to get into verse mocks for the championship, I think Swerve elimin- eliminated Keith Lee. Was there any like carry on beef after that? Do you know? I don't, I, from what I, I don't think there was, but who knows? Maybe they use this for something. Yeah, know? they might, but I'm going to, I'm going to stick with, I'm going to stick with your pick as well. I'm going to go with Keith Lee and Swerve on this one as well. Uh, but it might be, it's a buy in show. So I don't know how far they'll go with that. A buy in match, I believe. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, there's another buy-in show uh, match as well. Damn. Um, we'll have uh, Max Caster in the Gun Club, which is Billy, Austin, and Colton yeah. versus Team uh, New Japan Dojo. It's man, <laughs> Uemura, Alex Coughlin, the DKC, and Kevin Knight. Uh, so I'm not really familiar with any of those guys from the New Japan yeah, side, yeah. but. Uh, Let's see, Max Caster and the Gun Club. I'd love it if they went over. Yeah. So I'm going to go with them just because I'm not familiar with the dojo side, the NJ, uh, the Japan dojo side. What about you, Tom? Yeah, I'll go Caster and the Gun Club, absolutely. I actually like, like what they're doing recently with Caster and the Gun Club. Yeah. While, while uh, uh, Bones is out with the knee injury, I think they, they've really capitalized on like just the comedic value of what they have. The chemistry there is pretty, is pretty fun. <clears throat> All right, this one's going to be interesting, Tom. We'll get into it. Uh, add a little more spice to the prediction. Okay. Uh, Zach Sabre Jr. Yeah, okay. Uh, versus uh, to be announced, a mystery opponent, handpicked by Brian Danielson, who unfortunately isn't medically cleared. This is what an event. I, we didn't really get into it. The mm-hmm. medically cleared aspect has really hurt this event, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punk, Brian Danielson, and someone else is hurt, I, I believe. Think, I think Adam Cole's wrestling injured i don't think he's 100 yeah but I'm, wasn't some wasn't someone else out of the event that really messed this up i could be wrong maybe i'm wrong probably but whatever but even down punk and brian for this event is cheap. yeah absolutely um, but uh first i'm going to ask you who you think the mystery opponent's going to be and then who's going to win the match i mean rumors circulating and i think it could be i think it's gonna be cesaro i really mm-hmm. do okay I mean, it could be anybody unless, you know, but I don't know. I just have that feeling that's going to be him. I think it's going to be Cesaro. I think it'd be very cool to see him. I think the crowd would definitely go nuts if it's him. So, but yeah, that's my pick. And and to win. And to win, I go favor. What the hell? Okay. All right. So the whole, this is where I get like process of elimination. Um, apparently the, the hand-picked opponent is also the newest member of uh blackpool combat club okay is that that's the name right yeah and uh so cesaro fits the bill there <laughs> like yeah if you yeah like the other options i there was rumors of like gargano or um uh, what's that dude's name i just <laughs> people are gonna kill me the ring of honor guy the, the black guy uh, uh jonathan gresham there was rumors uh, of him too who may fit the bill as well but i think he signed strictly for ring of honor but would that matter i have no idea um so I, I think Cesaro, I don't know how, so I don't know how long this was. Did they know Brian was going to be out for? Was it so recent? What I don't know. They're not making too big of a deal about it where I would get excited, but like if Cesaro came and, and I think he would win too. Um, I think it'd be a great match. Uh, technical wrestling. I mean, it's there, but uh, I think it'd be, Cesaro, I'm looking at more of like the after effect Cesaro being a perfect fit for the Blackpool combat club. So uh, yeah. So I'm cool with that. <clears throat> very quiet. You haven't seen him, heard anything from yeah. him. It'd be a very cool. I just I was scrolling on Instagram before we came on here. And I saw him. He was doing like deadlifts and like working out. So all right. So yeah, he looked pretty tight. Um, <laughs> he hasn't been in the ring in a long time. So yeah. see what happens. Um, next match is uh, Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara versus Eddie Kingston, Shoda. Umino and Wheeler Yuta. This is gonna be a hell of a match. Um, it's stemming off from the uh the future blood and guts match, which we're gonna get, I think it's soon. Yeah. So I forget the date, but uh maybe the next two weeks. Um, I'm gonna go with Eddie hmm. Kingston, Shoto Umino, and Wheeler Yuta to win this match. What about you, Tom? Yeah, I'll go Kingston because I feel like he needs this win after everything that's mm-hmm. going on this 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 feud for the last few months. I'll go with him. And yeah, I think this is going to be a very chaotic match too. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. <laughs> absolutely, it's going to get crazy. Yeah. Uh, maybe some blood involved in there too. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, next one here kind of formed over the past two weeks. The Bullet Club. I'm just going to leave it at this. The Bullet Club versus Dudes with Attitude. <laughs> 
it sounds a little familiar, but uh, <laughs> we're not going to go there. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's uh, uh, Hikuleu, uh, El Fantasmo, and the Young Bucks versus Darby Allen Sting and uh, Shingo Takagi and Hiromu Takahashi. Dude, I'm killing these names. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says, man. I'm killing these names, dude. Um, their team name is actually harder to say than their actual name. It's Los Egg. I'm not going to even say this, um, but uh, I'm going to go. I mean, Darby and Sting can't lose, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Definitely not. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to go uh, dudes with attitude on this one, Tommy. What about you? Yeah, same. I can't see Sting and Darby losing. I'm sorry. People are probably cringing at us like, yeah, those two, those, what the fuck they're talking about? Like, you can't mean the Bull Club's got to win, but it's one night only. Young Bucks yeah. join the Bull Club. Uh, I wonder if they go any further with the storyline here. We'll see what happens. But uh, I loved, I know El Fantasmo, he does work in, in Impact as well. I've seen it. He's really good. And Hikuleo, I believe, is the guy that showed up on AEW uh, prior. Um, the tall dude, I believe. I could be wrong, though. So don't take me on that, Tommy. Um, okay. IWGP United States heavyweight title match. <clears throat> well, this one, I'm excited for this one. I, I've learned to appreciate it more over the past few weeks with the interactions. But uh, Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy. Who you got, Tom? I love Cassidy, but I can't see Ospreay losing. I'm sorry. I, I can't see. I, I mean, <clears throat> we're, this is going to be a test to see. Like, this might be the first match that has a, I don't know how, what the cards layout layout is. Uh, that may have a title on the line that we can kind of gauge, like, are they willing to swap titles? But I, at this point, without seeing anything, I have to go with Osprey. Um, one, I think he's just better than Cassidy. Yeah. And uh, two, I don't think they're going to do title change, like inter-brand title changes. If they do, man, that's going to be a game changer for me. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but we'll see a trend here going forward. Um, the one match that's not, Cross promotional is uh Tony Storm versus Thunder Rosa for the yeah. AEW Women's World Title, and I got to be honest, Tom. I think Tony Storm takes a dub here. Yeah, I think she's on a roll right now. Um, so, I don't think Thunder Rosa is a has had a good a good run at all. Yeah. She's great. Don't get me wrong, but I think Tony's just better, and I think she's a maybe a better champion too. But uh, who you got? Yeah, definitely, Tony. Like you said, she's been on such a roll. I don't think you stopped the momentum. I really don't. And I was happy with Thunder Rosa one, but it's just been like, I don't know, it's just been like, I guess lackluster is the way to put it, I guess, you know, but yeah. I don't think it's her fault, unfortunately. But yeah, I think, I used to think Tony would be a better champ at this point. Yeah, not for sure. I think that's the, uh, that's the move here. Um, all right. Two more matches left. This is winner take all tag team title match. This is a fucking doozy here. Yeah. Uh, FTR, the Ring of Honor World Champions, versus the United Empire, Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn, the uh, IWGP Tag Team Champions, and Rapongi Vice, that's Tremperetta and Rocky Romero. Winner leaves with the Ring of Honor and IWGP titles. Damn. <laughs> um, this just came into fruition this last week, I believe. I think that, that it's uh, winner take all. So I'm going to go with you first time. Who you got? I go FTR. I just think they've been on such a, a run like the last few months with everything. I just think it'd be very cool to see them with two two sets of belts. So I'll go with FTR. Yeah, th- this is all right. So I'd love to see that, yeah. right? But if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna just say like betting man, y- yes. But I, th- <laughs> I don't know betting man. I think Rapongi Vice only because this is where I get lost. This is where I want to see. How are they going to deal with inter-branding title changes? Because if FTR has the Ring of Honor and IWGB, that means they're going to go to Japan, which I don't know if if that's the plan here. And it could be, and I could be totally wrong, but I know Rocky Romero works for New Japan and Trent works for AEW, so it might be the best thing uh, as a like for back and forth. Damn, but FTR would look so much better with that much gold on. Yeah, yeah. No, fuck it. I'm going to go with FTR. I don't. I'm thinking too much, man. I'm going with FTR. Gotta. Oh, that would be so great. And well, that's taking there right now. I mean, yeah, it's just it's just so good. And then you go winner take all versus the young bucks, dude. That'd be cool. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, there's another match I forgot. Oh, there's th- three more matches. Holy shit. Dude. I know 
It's, it's gonna be a long card. I know it's gonna be like freaking seven hours. This freaking card. Damn. All right. I'm, I thought this is the topic because they. This is the four way next. Uh, fatal four way for the IWGB World Heavyweight Title. We got Okada. We got Adam Cole, baby. We got Hangman Page, and we got the champion Jay White. What? This is going to be a fucking great match, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Um. Again, I don't. I'm gonna keep repeating myself. I don't know how they're gonna deal with the titles. Um, uh, we got a lot of chat in Discord where uh, this one jabroni, Brandon Bird, shout out to Brandon Bird, thinks uh, Tanahashi is gonna beat Mox. I doubt. I really find it hard to believe. But if they're gonna go that route, then shit, man, they can go any route they want. Yeah. And uh, I think Jay White wins, though. I think Jay White stays stay, uh, holds on to the title here. I think he stays champion. I think he gets help. Or maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, I'm just, again, thinking too much. I'm going to stick with Jay White here. Who you got? I'm going Okada. I just think it's okay. a, yeah, I, like, you don't bring that dude over here. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, the John Cena Japan and have him lose a match. I mean, unless crazy shit happens in the match, which might happen, you know, yeah. but I, I don't know. I just feel like he's going to win. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be great. I think I'm more focused on, like, the quality of the match right now than, like, I mean, things could happen, too. Um, I don't really know storyline. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't really know much that goes on in New Japan. Like, I know Jay White just beat Okada for the belt. But, like, is there other beef within New Japan that maybe they could show up and, like, hurt the match? Maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe someone from injury I haven't seen in a long time shows up. Mr. Omega, maybe? Who knows? Oh, okay. I didn't even think that. So that's a, yeah. a good point, man. Maybe he comes and helps yeah. a Cole. Yeah, whoever, yeah, yeah, you know, shit, shit, man. No, this could be good. This could be something here, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's been very quiet. I've heard like a peep about him at all. I mean, you know, can you? I mean, I think he's been out for what six, seven months or whatever it's been. He's, been so, out, I mean, yeah, he's had a lot of stuff done, dude. Though he has a lot of work. Yeah, so I, mean, right. like, I think he had like vertigo. He had like broken clavicle or collarbone he had a lot of work done but uh it has been a while so maybe you never know with a show like this i mean it'd be very cool i mean just imagine him and okada just face to face again oh the place would go nuts yeah that'd be uh gonna be interesting all right so for the the inaugural aw all atlantic title four-way miro versus Pac. Versus Malachi Black and replacing uh, an injured Tomohiro Ishii, uh, Clark Connors. Never heard of him, um, <laughs> but he's from New Japan, I believe. Okay. Um, so that's a four way for the uh, All Atlantic title, the new All Atlantic title. Uh, Tom, who you got? I got Miro. Fuck yeah. Miro, that's old it. boy. Yeah. This dude. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. It's yeah. Miro. I, if not, I hope it's Malachi. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I, I'd be cool to see Malachi, but I just think it's set up perfectly for Miro. Yeah, I think it's set up absolutely perfect for Miro. Um, gonna be interesting. Uh, but it should be a fun match. A lot of good matches on this card, and we're gonna end it off here for the interim AEW World Title: John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, and it has in parentheses winner faces injured. Champion CM Punk at a later date. A lot of opinions on this whole aspect of interim champion, not really done before as an interim. It's more or yeah. less like a UFC thing, but I kind of like the idea of it. Um, Definitely different, which is cool. You know, that's yeah, right. it's different. That's what they're trying to be. They're trying to yeah, be different. That's, cool. that's why. And like, so yeah. can people get used to different? Sometimes yeah, they can't. Yeah. So uh, we got to respect it. Um, I fully believe Mox wins. Like, I can't see Tanahashi carrying the main championship in a company he doesn't really work for. It just doesn't make sense to me. And there's no, like, possibility of a cash and coming in or, like, whatever, of him losing it quick. I can't, like, why have him win it and then lose it on a dynamite? Um, Who knows how long Punk's out for? Mox is a perfect placeholder for this. Um, And there's no other way around it for me, at least. Uh, Tommy, you seem to agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mox, definitely. And again, like uh, Tanahashi is the guy I'm not. Re- I know his name. I've seen a little bit of his work. I've not, never got to sit down and watch like a full Tanahashi match. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm excited to see him go. And uh, Mox is like one of the best, so it should be a fun match. And uh, I see, I just see Mox coming out on top here. 
Um, but damn, that was a long-winded prediction. So I, imagine uh, we had uh, all four of us here, dude. That would be, I don't know where we're going. The whole, the whole show would be a prediction show. That's yeah. all gonna be. Yeah. But uh man, I'm excited for it's the first uh, super show we're seeing between AEW and New Japan. Uh, as fans of as fans of AEW and fans of wrestling and a little bit of New Japan, it, it's exciting to see. It's kind of I'm hoping it'll want us to watch more going forward. Absolutely. Um before we end the show here, Tom, uh we got MVPs of the week. Uh who are you going with, bro? I'm going with, I mean, after that promo, I'm going with Christian, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like like it was cool for him to see the heel turn, but once he cut that promo, I was like, wow, okay, this is going to be, this is going to be something special with him and Jungle Boy whenever that happens, you know? So, yeah, Christian. There's, I had a few picks roaming in my head this week. Uh, just recently seeing Parker Boudreaux show up in MLW, he would have been it. Uh, Pat McAfee getting a match at SummerSlam, it's it's huge go. But I got to go with Triple H. I yeah, got to go with him. With him. If, it's, if it's true um, that he's back, as it's quoted to say, I'm back. Um, and just to get him involved, to get him more of a role that he already was, uh, it's good to see for us uh, as fans. And then hope, and a lot, we know a lot of the performers respect him as well. So hopefully we, uh, we see a little resurgence maybe in NXT and uh, the, hopefully the morale reflects to what we see on TV. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Hopefully good things come out of this. Yeah, for sure. Um Damn, we got a long Forbidden Door show tomorrow, Tommy. Yeah, uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be up, stay, stay up for the whole thing with the newborn now, so it's a little tough, but uh, I'll, I'll try to keep as many tabs as I can. Um, that was episode 112 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Like I said before, if you want to follow us on social media, at WrestleBuzz on Twitter with three Zs, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, no, man, what a ride. What a, what a day. Our first show together, Tom Byers. Yeah. I thought we did pretty good. Very uh, good. Absolutely. If you want to give us feedback, send us in your DMs or email us at WrestleBuzzUSA at gmail.com. And as always, take care, stay safe, and watch pro wrestling. <laughs>